Hello and welcome back to the Rheumatology Physio podcast. I want to wish you a happy new year. And we are starting 2022 with a bang. There's been a great consensus document that's been published about non-radiographical axial spondyloarthritis. Now, bear with me, it only came to my attention in the last 24 hours, so I haven't had time to fully get to grips with the whole document yet. But a couple of things drew my attention, which I wanted to get started with in this blog for you. So before we get into the details of that, I just want to give you an update on some news. Um, so we've got courses coming up both in person and virtual. I think I'm going to be in Birmingham and Exeter and also a virtual course as well in the first few months of this year. So if you go to rheumatology.physio forward slash courses, the details are all there. There are limited tickets, so do grab those before they disappear. You don't want to miss out. My new updated, upgraded, just all around better recorded course is live too and you can find that on the shop with all of the other learning materials as well so just head to rheumatology.physio forward slash shop. Finally before we crack on I am now releasing these blogs in newsletter form so you can find them directly into your email inbox. Um, so the easiest way to subscribe to the newsletter is to go on my Twitter feed and there is a link at the top. Um, so just search Rheumatology Physio on Twitter and there's a link at the top to subscribe to the newsletter. If you're watching on YouTube um, or in the podcast players, then I'll put a link in the show notes. Well, so let's crack on and as usual please remember this blog is not a replacement for clinical reasoning and if you are unsure get some advice. The entire consensus document is open access um, and again I'll put a link into the show notes um, for you to access that. I'm sure we'll be able to get more content out of it as well. It's very detailed and very interesting. So before we start talking about the consensus document I want to give you a quick reminder. So non-radiographic axial spondyloarthritis or NR-AXPAR other than being a mouthful, uh, falls under the umbrella term of spondyloarthritis. So it has a similar disease burden to the other types of AXPAR, such as ankylosing spondylitis, but the difference being there are no sacroiliac joint changes on plain radiographs, which are x-rays. Um, women are much more likely to present with non-radiographical AXPAR than men are, um, and I've obviously got more information on that um, on other blogs and podcasts and different bits and pieces, should you wish to find more detail there. So let's talk about this consensus statement. It's titled the Australian Consensus Statements for the Assessment and Management of Non-Radiographic Axial Spondyloarthritis. So remember, we're specifically talking about that cohort of patients. This document goes into a lot of detail. I'm really looking forward to getting stuck in and I want to get started just with their key summary points um, and then we'll move on to talk a little bit about imaging as well. So they had four key summary points, the first of which was non-radiographic axial spondyloarthritis is closely related to ankylosing spondylitis but has no definitive sacroiliac joint changes on plain radiography. Remember those are x-rays. So this is related to what we mentioned in the first part of the blog, as we, as I gave you a bit of a reminder. It is important to understand the similarities and differences in the presentations of these related conditions, as it's a vital part of the clinical reasoning process. 
Relying heavily on one component of the reasoning process, for example bloods or imaging, will lead to misdiagnoses, especially in the less obvious presenting cases, such as people in the early part of their disease and or women. Key summary point two, diagnosis requires consideration of symptoms, examination, HLA-B27, CRP and imaging by a clinician experienced in this condition. This adds a bit more detail to the above point. I want to draw you to the end portion of this statement. Those of us outside of the rheumatology departments and some specialist clinics should be referring suspected AXPAR cases to those whose role it is to make di diagnostic decisions in this context. There may be circumstances where we would investigate, but if our cl clinical suspicion is that AXPAR is a possibility, then we should absolutely be referring on. Key summary point three. No single diagnostic feature or test is perfectly sensitive or specific. That's fairly self-explanatory. Are features and tests ever perfect? I don't know if we've seen any in uh, medicine yet. There are false positives and false negatives all over the place in AXPAR, and these are especially true in the non-radiographic cohorts. Key summary point four. Management should begin with NSAIDs and an exercise program and can be escalated to targeted therapy. This starts to move on to the management of the condition. NSAIDs and targeted therapies will usually be handled by rheumatology, but we can start the exercise programs immediately. Align these with patient preference, ability and experience, and then reassure that they are safe and effective. Please do utilize colleagues who may be suitably placed in the care pathway. So moving on to imaging. So there's a couple of interesting points that the paper makes, and I do hope to go into this in more detail later um, in further blogs. So deeper in the paper, there is some guidance on imaging, which I found really interesting. I don't think it will make a great change to my current practice, but it does highlight some reasoning points and further consideration of findings. So let's talk about x-rays first. Remember, we are talking about non-radiographical axial spondyloarthritis specifically here. Thus, when we x-ray, it should be negative for changes in the SIJs compared to, say, ankylosing spondylitis, where we will see changes. That's a necessity for diagnosis in both cohorts. So negative in non-radiographical and positive in radiographical. This, however, doesn't mean I think we should be doing the x-rays in primary care, as it's just not going to change our patient's pathway, as we would be referring to the rheumatology regardless of the finding. So remember, if it came back negative, we might think it's non-radiographical. If we came back positive, we might think it's radiographical, both of which we're going to refer onwards. So unless the x-ray is indicated for another differential diagnosis, then we're going to leave that to the rheumatologist. MRI. So the paper specifically states that sacroiliac joint MRI is needed, utilising non-contrast T1 and STIR sequences. The statement then goes on to describe how the rest of the spine imaging is a bit more problematic. And I've been an advocate for whole spine MRIs um, as for a good number of years. They qualify this within 50% of those with changes in the sacroiliac joints, for example, sacroiliitis, there were also findings in other parts of the spine. In those with changes in the sacroiliac joints, false positives occurred in one third of cases. So I will still continue to advise whole spine MRIs with the correct sequencing, called a SPAR protocol, but I will be very cautious in those without SIJ findings. Again, I would echo that we need specialist input to interpret all the clinical and radiological details in combination to truly make sure we are ruling in or ruling out non-radiographical AXPAR. So 
I hope you found that interesting. It's certainly given me some things to think about and um, helped with my clinical reasoning processes and what we're going to do with imaging. I want to thank you for listening or watching, depending on where you found this read. Please do consider um, liking, subscribing, signing up for the newsletter, whatever you want to do to interact. I'm always happy to receive emails with questions. You can find contact details on my website, rheumatology.physio. I'll see you out on further blog reads and hopefully maybe in person at a course as well. Bye for now. Thank you.